Do you want to lose weight but struggle to stay committed to a meal plan because you constantly feel hungry? Does food provide you comfort when you are bored, angry, lonely, or sad? If so, you are in the right place. My name is Kristen Jones, and I'm a life coach specializing in emotional eating and weight loss, and I'm also a lifelong emotional eater. I want to provide you with information, motivation, and support so you too can learn to manage your issues with food and develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. My name is Kristen Jones, and thanks so much for joining us today us being the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community. I always come live from the community on Facebook. If you are not a member, you want to get here. So please come find us. It is a collection of incredible women, um, supportive, um, encouraging, motivating, there for each other. Um, So if you want to be a part of that and as well as learn about managing your emotional eating and losing weight at the same time, you want to come and be a part of the group. So if you're listening on the podcast, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough. You want to come and you want to join us. Okay. So today's topic, and we're going to get today's topic and we're also going to get to our shout out, but I want to let you give you a little heads up on today's topic. So today's topic is the dangers of restrictive eating, the dangers of restrictive eating. And you're going to find out what exactly restrictive eating is because it sounds super mysterious and crazy, but (laughs) you all know what it is. Um, So we're going to be talking about that. The three things that you're going to learn today um, on the podcast, you're going to learn what restrictive eating is and why it does not lead to permanent weight loss. You're also going to learn about the dangerous condition that restrictive eating does in fact lead to and the ramifications of that as well. And then finally, I'm gonna share with you some ways that you can move away from this kind of behavior and thinking and gain food freedom. But before we get to that, I wanna do a a member shout out. I want to acknowledge and shout out Debbie Rooney. Uh, Debbie Rooney has been a member in both the Breakthrough Emotional Eating group. She joined back in I believe it was late December, early January, and um, did a three-day challenge, and then joined me in a the Stop Emotional Eating Boot Camp, and or Stop Emotional Overeating Boot Camp, and then transferred from that and joined the Breakthrough Membership. And Debbie has, and you see Debbie's comments in the the group. If you're a member of the group, you know Debbie is always with the cute memes, with the cute. Um, the cute uh, gifts. She's got all of them. Um, She has her own little emoji. It is adorable. And she is just possibly one of the most just uplifting, inspiring, um, just, uh, just an amazing person. She's there. She's there to give a comment to, again, shout out people and really be super, super encouraging. And it is, I am a firm believer that when we as human beings, when an individual gives out that kind of energy, that is what they get back. And Debbie gets that back, I think, in, in tenfold. Um, she has been 
so incredibly successful because she's been so incredibly dedicated herself to taking care of herself, to creating new habits for herself. And Debbie is about at, she's close to 30 pounds since um, she and I started working together and had lost about 10 pounds before that. And so she's at about a 40 pound weight loss right now. And just and is not stopping and is not slowing down and is just continuing to, to power through. And I'm so incredibly proud of her. And it is an honor to not only have her in the group, but just an honor to work with her as well. So Debbie, great job. I am so, so incredibly proud and impressed and honored. And you are a bright spot in my life as well as so many people, um, not only in the Breakthrough membership, but also in the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community. So thank you so much for everything that you do and everything that you bring. Um, I just love having you here. So on to the topic of the day. So restrictive eating. Okay. Y'all, I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to give you a little inside scoop here. So restrictive eating. Do you know what it is? Restrictive eating is dieting. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yes. Restrictive eating is dieting. I don't know of any, I'm not going to, I'm actually, cause I don't, I don't think what we do in here is a diet. So I'm going to say, I don't know of any diet that's labeled as a diet that does not involve restricting some type of food, some type of food, a food group. Uh, you know, there are, are, are rules. There are things that you can eat, things that you can't eat. And so that really is a restrictive diet. Restrictive eating is in fact dieting. And as we know, actually, I think you all know, but I'm going to throw down some serious statistics from studies to support the fact that we know that diets don't work. In our group, we don't diet. That's not what we do. So I don't, I don't put what we do. I don't put the breakthrough method as a, a way of, uh, of dieting because I just don't think that that is, um, I don't think that's legit. I don't think that's real because of the fact that we, there, there aren't restrictions on the types of foods that you can eat. Um, but when it comes to dieting and studying dieting, as a long-term study at George Washington University, they had 200 participants, 200 participants in this weight loss, um, in this weight loss study. 10 of the people in the weight loss study out of 200 met their weight loss goal. Okay. So 10, 10 of the 200 met their weight loss goal. One of those 10, one of those 200 actually kept their weight off for more than five years. Otherwise, everyone gained their weight back and probably, they didn't have statistics on this, but I'm going to figure that probably at least half or more gained more weight back. That is a 99.5 5% failure rate, 99.5% failure rate, 200, one person. Okay. So what I'm going to compare this to, let's just think about there's 200 flights a day at an airport taking off 200 flights. It would be the equivalent of 199 of those flights crashing and burning. You got on one of these, air, this airline, 
that had 200 flights and 90, 199 of them crashed. Would that be a really smart airline to book a flight with? Of course not. Of course not. We would never consider doing something like that. We would never consider putting us or putting ourselves on a plane that has a 99.5% chance that it is going to crash. And when we go on a diet, that is in fact what we are putting ourselves in for. So we got to think about that. We got to think about that. There's been more studies done. UCLA did a study and found that not only, um, not only did diets not work, they looked at every diet, every published diet that is in existence. They studied every single diet that has been published and they came up with the conclusion that resulted in that obviously diets don't work, that they don't provide lasting weight loss, but that more importantly, they resulted in not only people not losing weight, but people actually gaining weight and not just losing it and then gaining it back, but like they'd go on a diet and then they'd end up because of the restrictiveness, they'd end up gaining even more weight back. So that is, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's crazy that we keep doing the same thing. Again, insanity is the, is defined as doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. When we diet, that's what we're doing. When we do restrictive eating, that's what we're doing. Okay. So what I want to, what I want to have you all do right now is in the comments, in the group, in the comments, if you are a person who has lost and then regained and gained back more weight than when you started, I would like you to write the word gain, G-A-I-N, gain in the comments. So if you are a person, if you are listening to this and you have, you have gained or you've lost weight and then you've regained it and regained more than when you started, please write the word gain, okay? We got lots of gains. That is, it's common. It's common. It happens to most people. That is what, that is what happens. It happens to most people. So we really have to pay attention to that. We have to pay attention to the fact that we are doing something that we are doing something that we know doesn't work. And yet we keep going back and doing it again and hoping that it's going to have a different result. So the second thing that I want to address is this dangerous condition that is that results from dieting and restrictive eating. So again, diet diets are not just bad for us because not just bad for us in the sense that they don't result, they don't get us the result that we were looking for, which is weight loss. But oftentimes it results in food obsession, emotional distress. And unfortunately, there's been a lot of studies done on the direct correlation between restrictive eating and developing binge eating disorder, okay? So binge eating disorder, if you're not familiar with, with that term, binge eating disorder is, and I'm gonna read the characteristics of a binge eating disorder. It's an excessive, eating an excessive amount of food in a short period of time. So oftentimes it's a whole day's worth of food in one sitting, um, eating while you're not feeling hungry, feeling guilt or shame, before, during, and after eating, eating unusually quickly, 
feeling a lack of control while eating, and experiencing food as a release from stress and from upset. So all of those things, and again, we may have those periodically in our lives, but binge eating is really, I mean, it can be an isolation, but it can also become a, a, an habitual thing. It can be a type of uh, a process that repeats itself over and over and over. Now, why does that happen? Why does it happen that we have the this propensity to when we are restricted, why do we have the tendency to then, you know, eat in excess? And I always, the comparison that I always make, and I'm sure many of you will, will relate to this. How many of you, when you were young, oh, I don't know, 15, 16, 17, you could have been in middle school too. And there was the bad boy. The boy that, oh my gosh, he probably, you know, he might have smoked, he might have worn a leather jacket, he might have, um, you know, in my high school, we had a smoking section. And so, it's crazy to think we had that, but he would be a kid who would hang out in the smoking section. And, um, but he was just kind of on the edge. And, oh, your mother told you, you are not hanging out with him. He is bad news. You do not get to go out with him. Well, don't you know that that was exactly who you wanted to go out with? So if you are a person who has had that experience that you've been warned about somebody and that made them that much more attractive, I want you to write bad boy in the comments. So if you are somebody who has experienced that where a person or a thing has become much more attractive because you were told, oh, stay away from them, they're bad news. I want you to write bad boy in the comments if that has happened to you, if you have been warned against being friends or associating with someone. Tammy Franklin, I knew you'd be, oh, and Melissa, I knew you guys would be bad boys. I love it. So yes, so if you have had that, you know what that feeling is like. Well, we got all sorts of girls going for the bad boys here. I love that. Um, so you understand, you understand how there's a psychological, there's, there's, a, there's psychologically, there's a thing that gets clicked off in us that makes us, ooh, I want that just a little bit more. So that is what happens. That happens with, <laughs> Melissa says, love the leather. Love that. There is something that happens to us when we are denied something that we want it that much more. And that is what happens with food every single time we want to lose weight and we decide to go on a diet. <laughs> Excuse me. So there are seven things that happen when we go on a diet or we start to experience restrictive eating. The first is we increase our cravings and our preoccupation with food. The second is we it makes us eat more, not less. And I know that sounds really crazy, but because people, there's oftentimes a misconception that because you're eating, and I'm using air quotes, healthy foods, that you can eat more. And oftentimes because people are so unsatisfied with what they're eating, they eat more food and they feel completely justified with being able to do that. And that makes sense. It, it absolutely totally makes sense. And so that ends up, um, that ends up, um, it ends up absolutely happening. So it is really, really important to keep that in mind that we oftentimes will end up eating more. Also, when we feel denied, actually, I'm going to get to that. So, and okay. So number three makes you feel out of control because you are not getting to choose. You have a diet and you are following it. And that is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to follow that diet to a T. 
that leaves you out of control because someone else is dictating what you get to eat. The fourth thing is it increases distress and eating as a result of stress. The diet or the restrictive eating, in fact, increases your level of stress because you're so worried that you're going to, you're going to do something wrong and you're going to go, you're going to just, you know, you're, you're working on willpower that increases your desire to not only want to make you eat as a result of that stress, but other, other outside stresses as well. Number five, um, you're eating, you, you, you eat more as a result of any kind of slip up. If you slip up on your diet, forget it. Day's ruined. We might as well eat more. People end up gaining more weight because they, if they can't stick to their plan, they end up, you know, giving up halfway through the day. Might as well just finish out the day, eat as much as I want, and then I'll start again tomorrow. Um, number six, it does not model the behaviors of naturally thin people. So it's not, it's not even, it's not even accurate. It's not even teaching you any sort of accurate skill that is going to allow you to be able to move through life and actually have this be sustainable. And then the last, and I think most important, and the thing that we address here in this group, uh, moreover than anything else, is the diet does not address the real issue as to why you found yourself overeating and why you find yourself overweight. That's not even, it's not even touching it. And so, and, and that's one of the reasons why I feel very strongly about what we do in this group, because that is our focus, figuring out why it is that we, why it is that we got here. What, what, what is the reasoning? What's the reason we're overeating? What's the reason that we're overweight? Because when we can resolve that, the other stuff's easy. So, what now, what, what, how do you need to look at this? How do you need to now look at weight loss? Because weight loss is not a problem. Weight loss is not the issue. It's not that we should, should say, no, I, I'm never going to lose weight. You absolutely can lose weight. And, and, and we know, and I know I have so many of my members from the breakthrough membership on this, uh, in, on this podcast, on this call right now. And so I want for those people who are on the call right now, and if you are in the breakthrough membership, I want you to put, if you feel comfortable, I want you to put how much weight you've lost because it's not that we're not losing weight, but we're not dieting. We are not dieting. That's not what we do in this group. It's not what we do in the breakthrough emotional eating group, and it's not what we do in the breakthrough membership. And so it really is about looking at other things that we need to be doing. So the first things, the ways we need, the way we need to stop with the dieting and the restrictive eating is knowing that there is another way. That, that's the first step. The first step is acknowledging there is another way. There is another way for us to be able to move through this and not have to, and not have to resort to dieting. So, oh my goodness, I'm just going to have to stop for a second because we have Billy who has lost 19 pounds, Melissa who has lost 16, Julie, who has lost 31. I know Debbie actually messaged me and made a correction and Debbie has um, lost uh, 35 pounds. I think I said 30, she's been 35. Jackie's lost 10. So we, we have, you know, we have, it, and again, not dieting, not dieting at all. So I want to make sure, Pam, girl, 10 pounds. All right. Um, so that is, that is really what, 
what we what what we focus on in in both of the groups, both the breakthrough emotional eating group and the breakthrough membership, is we focus on this not not eating, not dieting, not restricting ourselves, but but losing weight. So the first thing is just recognizing there is another way. The second thing is we need to look at being healthy. We need to look at being overall health. We just want to be healthy. That's the first thing. That should be everyone's objective and priority is we want to be healthy. We want to have healthy numbers. We want to really get ourselves into the best possible condition from a medical standpoint, as well as just from a feeling standpoint. Um, we want to look at, we want to look at food as food. I know it sounds strange, but not as good food and bad food. Foods we can eat, foods we can't eat. That's got to go away. Food has got to be food, period. Um, we also have to, and so that's number three. Fourth thing, we have to look at accepting all of ourselves inside and out before we try to do anything when it comes to the physical. We have to get this right here, what happens between our ears, that's got to get on board. And that means you start loving yourself, you start caring about yourself, you start treating yourself with respect. And part of that respect is doing the things that we need to do, like you know, being present when we eat, eating to satisfaction, not eating like it's the last time we're ever going to eat and making sure that we show our bodies respect, we show our hearts respect, we show our souls respect. And that is treating ourselves in the best possible way. Um, and so those are the, those are the first steps. I mean, there, there's obviously more details. There's obviously more things that we, that, that more detailed things that we can do. And we do those, that information is provided for you in the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Group, but more intensely in the Breakthrough Membership, we go much deeper into the why and the where it's coming from and what our thoughts, what our feelings about ourselves are and how those feelings drive our actions. We look really deeply into those and we do a lot of practicing of strategies and skills on a day in and day out basis. And how do we do that? And how do we always show ourselves love and always come from a place of love? So that is what I really wanted to address today is really hit home with you that this dieting stuff, that has got that, that is, there's a potential there for some really, really damaging things to happen. And so what we need to do is we need to let go of that diet piece and we need to really start to look at how can I care for myself? How can I care for my body? How can I look at my health? How can I look at that deeper why am I overeating? Why do I, am I carrying extra weight? And then what can I do to, from the inside, not just about what I'm putting into my body, but what do I, I have to care about myself first. I have to care about myself first. So as we're here, I want those people who are on, who are on the call right now. And I know there's about five or six of you. What is, I would love for you right now in the comments, those of you who are in the membership, I'd love for you to share what is the thing the thing that you've learned that has really made the difference when it comes to you getting those weight loss results and you're not dieting. So I would love for you to share what is it that you are doing that you have learned from the membership that allows you to be able to say, 
I don't diet anymore. This is what I do. And these are the things that I've learned. So I'd love for you to, for those people who are on the call to share that in the comments. Um, so again, thank you so much for joining me. Um, next week, I'm going to give you a tiny little preview on next week. Next week, we are going to be addressing the, the idea of not dieting and blasphemy. You all are going to just what you eat, what you love, like seriously eat what you love. Cause now we've talked about why we don't want to restrict. And now why do we want to eat what we love? Why? And how do we do that? How do we make that happen? So we're going to talk about eating what we love next week on. Okay. So you do not want to miss that. I do want to share um, a couple of things that, that uh, we've had some people, some people share um, eating to 80 per 80% of the meal, no snacking. Jackie says, believing in herself. Um, Billy says, learning to listen to her body more. Learning to stop when satisfied. Absolutely. Learning to recognize emotion and what an emotion looks like and that we don't have to be afraid of emotions. All right. I am so, so accepting yourself. Absolutely. Accept that messing up is going to happen. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday. I am so, so happy to be able to deliver this information to you. And again, all I really want to, I really want to convey is that there is another way. We do not have to do this crazy dieting stuff because again, it doesn't work. Ooh, Tammy just said, learning to sit with my emotions. That is a key one. Oh, and we go through that so much. We have so many step-by-steps on how to do that, uh, do that process. So Again, thank you so much for joining me and I will see all of you next week. Thank you so much. Remember, uh, membership group, we are having our call tomorrow at four. All right, I will see you all then. Thank you so much for, uh, for being here and uh, be safe everyone and I'll see you all soon. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on emotional eating and losing weight, please go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and join the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community. I hope to see you soon.